0: Hey, everyone, Charles here. And first of all, thank you for stopping by my podcast. If this show inspires you, makes you think, or gives you that courage to jump into action, please help by donating to this show. Click the link in the description and donate. Your donation helps us with production and finding great guests moving forward. Thank you and enjoy. This song's about a dusty road pick up
1: some dreams. Everything about this tune ain't nothing what it seems My voice is highly processed, the auto-tune is a show Yeah, my country twang is a load of bull, I was raised in Buffalo These beats come from a drum machine, the horns are synthesized The songwriter's from Hollywood, the lyrics plagiarize Don't know much about the farm life, never lived in the country I learned to pick a six-string cause my rap career was ended.
0: And welcome to another great show of Jump. Yes, I'm your host, Charles Matthews. And if it's your first time, welcome. Jump is all about I find you interesting guests that give you that inspiration to jump. I know you have something great in you. You want to start something new. My guest will help you do that. So sit back and relax and wait for my great guest to show you how he did what he did to take it to the next level. If you're ready to jump,
2: let's go. You know, you should be doing something different, right? Hey, I'm talking to you. Do you believe that you have the gift for greatness or have a special talent, but don't have the courage to take that next step? Always wondering how others made it look so easy? Well, welcome to Jump, the show that will bring you special guests just like you and me. How did they get the courage to jump into greatness? Doing what they love and living the good life. So get ready to jump with your host, Charles Matthews, Jr.,
0: Now, I don't want to waste any more time. Now, what I love about doing this show, I get to find interesting people, like I said, but he's also a fellow podcaster. Ladies and gentlemen, please put your hand together for Mr. Collins. Mr. Collins, are you there?
3: Yes, I'm here. How are you?
0: Listen, I'm, I'm honored. We were talking in the green room before we started the show. Um, you, you've been doing some big things for those last week. You had your hand in the pot on a lot of big things. You, can we, can we, can we spit that out a little bit before we get into it?
3: Can we tell you? Yes, most? Absolutely. Most recently, uh, you know, a week, a week ago, I was back at my alma mater, Jackson state, Mississippi, the HBCU. Uh, and I was there because of the announcement of our new head football coach, none other than Dion prime time Sanders, the hall of fame football player. Uh, We are fortunate to have him as our coach. And I was fortunate enough to be not only at the press conference, but in a private meeting with him. So it was just an honor. It was a joyous occasion for me and my my uh, fellow alumni.
0: No, that's big. Because when I was looking at it, like I told you the green one, I don't mind sharing with my fans, man. I was like, I was shedding a tear, man. When I I was like, prime time is going to be a coach. Absolutely. You you know, these kids are going to be running off the hill doing some high step and going into that end zone. (laughs) (laughs) You bet. But they're practicing the dance as we speak. Trust me. But tell everybody your podcast because you have a hand in it as well.
3: Yes, yeah, so well, my podcast is actually a sports podcast mm. for the university. It's called Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. I am a huge sports fanatic. I was that kid growing up, like most of us who thought uh, I was going to be a professional athlete, but uh, <laughs> that, that obviously didn't happen. I, I realized pretty early that that wasn't going to take place. Uh, so I just kind of stuck with that in, in terms of sports. And I wanted to utilize my gift, which is just uh, speaking to others. So I kind of combined the two and I created a podcast for Jackson State University Sports. And it's perfect because now Deion Sanders is our head coach.
0: (laughs) So the dream is still coming true a little bit. Absolutely. All right. But let's get to why you're here. You're here because you got a story to tell. It's like... I look for people that you're know, doing some great things and maybe your story or what you've gone through can help somebody else out there that's just at the edge. And they're like, Oh man, I don't know if I could do it. You uh-huh. maybe your story you can be inspirational to them and they can help them out because I'm reading your bio here. You're an author, right? And Correct. Yes. just being an author for you to take that chance, it was big because I've been I've been author for over what forty five years.
3: Oh wow! Congratulations.
0: Yeah, not one books come out yet though. But oh, (laughs) (laughs) I got
3: you. I got you. I was thinking forty five years. Wow. In my head, I I was I was doing the math. Wait a minute, how old is he? I mean, he doesn't look. He was he writing at age five. I mean,
0: (laughs) in my head, I'm still an author because to me, being an author takes guts to write something down, to really push it out there. People might like it, not like it. You're taking a chance to do all that. Let's let's talk about your book before. Like let's let's start there.
3: Yes, life is easy. We make it hard. It's a self help book subtitled "The World Wants You to Win." Get out of your own way. So it is. It's a very motivational, inspirational book, and it's 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 written from a perspective of, of really me seeing a lot of people in life not reach their goals, not reach their potential, uh, and, and really just kind of be in that in that rat race. But what they'll do, they'll blame other factors. They'll blame everything but themselves instead of just kind of taking a, a deep breath, looking in the mirror, and fixing what they can fix internally. And I I found that when we do this, and I say we, because I'm, it's funny, because I'm actually talking to myself throughout this book, right? Because these are things that, I, that I'm guilty of as well. But when we can just look in the mirror and fix the things that we can fix, 99% of the time, that'll put us in a better situation. And we don't even get a chance to blame those outside factors. So I like to say, until you're perfect, don't blame something else. Fix everything that you can fix. And once you're perfect, Then blame those other factors. And uh, I don't know anyone who's perfect. So usually we don't we don't get to that aspect. But I think in life, you know, there's prosperity out there for all of us. And it's just uh, it's just up to us to do the right things and eliminate the excuses. And a lot of these things are things that we know we just don't actually carry out. So I'm I'm talking from a a very basic uh, perspective, basic standpoint. But it's not written. It's not written just through my perspective and my experiences. I actually I was fortunate enough to bring together some of the greatest thinkers achievers and doers that this world has ever seen to provide some insight uh within this book so it, it's uh, it's been a, a thrill just to kind of see uh the, the the reviews and the feedback from the book
0: all right but can we jump back for a second there because the title i want to i want to dive into the title i want you to oh, definitely. break down that title for me because the title alone would have you could have put that in the whole book as your chapters <laughs> because it has because it has meaning in each part of that. So can you do the, say the title again and break it down? Why'd you come up with that title?
3: So life is easy, we make it hard. I actually in the beginning I tell the story of of, of how I came, how I got that title, why, how I when I first heard it. But you know, in, in some of my coaches, we talked about the title and we talked about how that could be controversial. And some people may look at it as something as an attention grabber just to kind of get people to purchase it. But it actually has meaning behind it. And and I I pride myself on being able to kind of back up that claim throughout the book. So it's just not a a catchy title to grab your attention. I really provide uh, evidence of, of, of how we make our lives much more difficult than it is. So there's two things to keep in mind as you look at that title. Number one, I, I'm not taking uh, I'm not taking for granted those things that we can't control, such as uh, terminal illness, fatality, death in the family, this pandemic. So, of course, those things are hard. Those are, are uncontrollable, though. So I'm, I'm not making light of those things. I'm talking about the things that we can control. So we have to look at it from perspective of controllables. Versus uncontrollable. If I have a, a death in the family or an illness, then yeah, that that's tough. I, I don't even get into that because that's something that we have to deal with. But I'm talking about when we look at where we are, whether it's in our career in our relationship, just in our in life in general. If we are aren't where we want to be, a lot of the time, we can trace it back to the decisions that we made, mm-hmm. the mentality that we have, the mistakes, and it, again, we just we can trace it back to ourselves. And I say. Life isn't hard. We we make it hard. It, it's actually designed. It's actually set up to be easy. Another thing you have to keep in mind with that title, you have to understand the difference between something being hard and something being a challenge. There actually is a difference. Is life a challenge going to be challenging? Of course. Right. But I look at it like this. most people actually enjoy a challenge. If life wasn't a challenge, it'd actually be pretty boring if you think about it. So there's nothing wrong with the good old fashioned challenge every now and then, but as long as you you're equipped to deal with, with those challenges, then we can, we can progress through them.
0: Right. And then I like that one part though, is the challenges life compared to hardness. We consider regular things in life thinking, Oh Lord, something happened to me again. And this, no, it didn't happen to you. This is just life going on. Exactly. We need to stop thinking that everything's happening to us and go, wait a minute. Anybody's car could have broke down. <laughs> exactly. exactly. <laughs> it's, it's not only you that have car troubles, you know what I mean? But our mindset thinks that it's, oh, it's me again. <laughs> I, I got the bad juju. You know what I mean? Like, what, right. <laughs> what happened? Because things happen. But the part that I, I want to state back to is, like you said, certain things in life we can't control but how do we control them after is mm. the big push mm-hmm. i can't i can't control my tire going flat but what can i do now do i sit and pout about it or do i, do I make a couple of phone calls and you know get a friend to pick me up get a tire Absolutely. what do i do afterwards but here's the thing how do we stop that that 24 hour all day Man, I had a flat tire. Man, I had a flat Mm -hmm. tire. Like, you know, there's some people out there that will have the flat tire bother them all day (laughs) long.
3: Wow. This is ironic. I mean, I I really feel as though you've read the book because you're literally talking my language. And these are some of the examples that I use throughout the book. I use the most basic elementary examples that, that we experience in life and I try to put it in perspective with different analogies and those are two things and it boils down to you know really your attitude and, and a lot of things again that we control even if we have that flat tire we control our attitude and, and life is it's one of my favorite quotes life is ten percent what happens to you and ninety percent how we react to it. I think most people have read that quote but I don't think they truly understand it or they may read it and and post it and share it on Facebook or or their social media but when something happens to them they forget about it right they don't actually uh you know keep that in mind the quote that they just shared on Facebook
0: yeah because (laughs) I'll be honest with you I'm not gonna front I used to be like that (laughs) I think I think that question was more for me when I was younger (laughs) I don't know why but like it would bother me, and, I, and then I would analyze it. I would go back and go, well, how, what did I do that happened? Maybe I could have done something different. And I'm, and, and nowadays, instead of thinking, it's done, move on, mm-hmm. we, we have a tendency. Now, let me ask you this, and I don't want you to get in trouble with the ladies. <laughs> okay. Okay? But do you think? Who does it more, men or women?
3: Wow. Do I have to answer that? Come on now. <laughs> I, I would have to say women. I, th- I think, well, honestly, I think women express their emotions more than men. I think men do it, but they can't keep it bottled up on the inside. So maybe th- I'll say we. Maybe we don't express it as much as they do. Oh, okay, uh, listen. So, I, so, uh, I'm walking uh, that that, that tightrope. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and I wasn't I wasn't gonna push you. You're my boy. You know, we we men stick <laughs> together. Because the reason I asked you that question because I think m- what my thoughts were was exactly what you said. I think men hold it in too much. As mm-hmm. men, we were taught you got to be strong, you got to you do what you got to do. So we don't tell nobody what's going on with us. The only time, Absolutely. the only time we talk to each other is if your boy calls you and says, "Hey, man, just checking up on you. What's going on?" Uh-huh. Th- then you're like, "Oh man, my boy called me." Okay, <laughs> right, <laughs> right. <laughs> and your boy's like, well, "I was just checking on the score," you know, exactly. <laughs> You know what I mean? We need that outlet. So how can we fix that? Because I I, I do believe that, you know, of what's going on in our society, men, we're putting too much. Is it too much pressure on ourselves? Is society putting too much pressure? Are we thinking too much because of what's going on? What is it?
3: I think we just have to make sure that we have that support system in place and we surround ourselves with the people who we can express these feelings to but people who can uh really put these things in perspective for us so what happens is a lot of times if, if we're having issues in our, our lives or a, at work a lot of times we vent to the wrong person so i have a thing called puke uphill and i actually talk about it in my book and i'll, I'll use an example <laughs> on, of just on. being <laughs> <laughs> say that part again yeah, yeah 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 exactly it's exactly what you heard Puke uphill, and whenever I say this, I have to imme- immediately explain it, like right away. So the, let me explain explain what I mean, and I and I'll give you an example. This takes place in the workplace often, and I, this is coming from one who's coming from someone who has been an employer for fifteen plus years. So what happens is you have an employee who is having issues on the job or having problems, issues with with management, issues with the job, issues with the pay. It's, issues mm-hmm. and what what do they do and this is subconscious this is something that they just naturally do they they reach out to that co-worker and they just vent okay i hate this about the job or i hate this or you know this is not fair or whatever and they just vent a lot of times this co-worker can't put things in perspective for you because they honestly don't even have the answers they don't know the why's behind these things. Why are these, hap- why are these things happening? But chances are the, the owner or the management has a reason and an explanation for these things. So what happens is, you know, and I'll say, I, I'm, I'm a coworker. I'm, I'm negative about something. I reach out to the other coworker. He doesn't have the answer. Now we're both negative and we, we become a cancer within the company and we end up quitting or just turning everyone negative. So the puke uphill And and I I preach this to all of my employees. This is actually a requirement. You actually, communication is first and foremost. I care more about having an open line of communication than I care about your performance, meaning I can fix your performance. If you're trying, but you're just not getting it, I can work with you on that. It's my job to make sure that I bring you up to speed and I train you properly. But if the communication is not there, we cannot work together. So puking uphill means that if there's an issue that you have, you must speak with management, someone who's Higher up than you, someone who can can really again put things in perspective for you. So that's the puking appeal analogy. So going back to your original question, because I know I, I took a big detour there. But in terms of us expressing ourselves, we have to be we have to have people in our lives who we can quote unquote vent to. And, and venting isn't necessarily unhealthy. It's about who you vent to and what and what feedback they can give you. So when I have these uh, these whatever it is that I need to get out. It's important to get it out, but I need to get it out to the right person who can again give me the proper perspective, coach me through it. Someone who's experiencing, who has experienced that, or can really again, like I keep saying, put it in the proper perspective for me.
0: So, so, so I understand this. Most times when we're venting and the, and expressing our our things at work, we're venting to the wrong person.
3: I would say ninety five percent of the time. Mm. Rarely, it's because employees develop relationships with other employees. That's just how it is. When I, uh, you know, when I, when I get hired, I remember when I got hired at my, my first uh, sales job. Was the other guy who got hired with me pretty much the same day. We just immediately hit it off because we were in orientation together. We were in training together, and uh, about a week into the job, he became negative because he wasn't making the sales. He didn't get it. He didn't agree with the with the commission pay. So he was in my ear talking negative, right? And he ended up quitting. He tried to get me to quit. Uh, but, but typically, ninety nine percent of the time, uh, the person in my shoes would fall into that trap, mm. right, and end up becoming negative with them. But I went to my manager with those issues. Hey, I'm having trouble. I don't understand this. Help me with this. And the rest was history for me.
0: So I love I love that last part because it's so true. That person, if they put enough negativity in your ear. And they're like, yo, man, this this, this job is terrible, man. Let's, mm-hmm. l- let's just go. You know, this, mm-hmm. there's got to be something better out there. And if mm-hmm. you're not strong, you're listening to the hype. You're like, yeah, why am I still? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, I agree. Exactly. You. Next, you know you're like, yo, can you spot mm-hmm. me a 20? <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
3: And he t- he took a couple people out with him. There were there was actually, I think, three or four of us who were who had kind of started within a week or two of each other. And the other two individuals, they 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 listened to his advice. Not saying that they didn't go on and do great things. Uh, they, of course, they probably still did. But, you know, again, they, they went out with, them.
0: they went, they went out instead of saying, okay, slow down. Let's, let's do this together. Let's, and, and is there a role? Let me ask you this. Is there a role as the person listening to help that other person vent? Stay with us. We'll be right back. Stop. Are you ready to maximize the impact of your podcast interviews and elevate your brand like never before? Stop wasting time on interviews that don't reach their full potential. With our cutting-edge AI technology, you can transform your content into captivating marketing materials in just seconds. Don't wait for hosts to promote your work. Take control of your brand's narrative today. Click the link below and unlock the full potential of your interviews. Say hello to proactive marketing mastery and watch your brand soar with cast magic.
3: Absolutely. They, they need to be careful. Sometimes, first of all, with venting, sometimes it's just about listening. It's not even about offering any types of feedback. Sometimes people just want to get it out and be done with it. They don't even really want to, you know, (laughs) hear your feedback, to be honest. So for the person listening it's it's important for them to to do just that. Listen, listen, be an ear. Just listen to what they're saying, and if they are qualified, key word qualified, and you have to be honest with yourself: Are you qualified? If someone is having car trouble, are you qualified to tell them how to? Are you a mechanic? Either you are or you aren't. <laughs> right? If, if if I'm not sure, i I know there's YouTube and all these things out there, but look, I'm not a mechanic. Okay, so <laughs> go to a mechanic. Right. So be honest with yourself. Am I qualified to give this person the proper perspective? If not, I need to uh, send them in the right direction. Hey, you know what? This is cool. let's figure out who you can talk to to get through it. And I've, I've done that plenty of times. I like, hey, hey, let's figure out who you can talk to. I'm pretty sure someone else is experiencing this same issue. Let's see how we can get through it together. And and I, I think that's the the best route to take
0: gotcha all right stay tuned we're gonna take a quick break but when we come back i want to dive into your program you have a you know a little help tip that you can help people i want to dive into you my listeners always like when i can grab some tips out of you so stay tuned we'll be right back
2: today's podcast is brought to you by beauty club outlet our goal is to have our clients leave beauty club Outlet store more confident comfortable and psychologically liberated than before they came in And this is the motivation for our entire customer experience and product offering at Beauty Club Outlet. Click the link below and use promo code CMJ for 15% off. Now back to Charles and his special guest. Hey, it's okay if you're driving or too busy to take notes. Charles has your parachute packed with all the info you need to jump into success. Check out the links section for all the tools you need to land safe. Now, let's keep falling with Charles and his special guest. Yes, yes, we're back.
0: And, you know, like the promo said, he is my special guest and he's doing great things out there. Listen, if COVID wasn't happening, where would you be doing on stage? What would you be talking? What would you be doing?
3: Probably more in-person book signings, uh, because that was my thing. My book released a little bit over a year ago and. Uh, When it really started to uh, gain a lot of attention, and a lot of uh, national recognition, COVID hit. So I was looking to line up some some different events in terms of traveling and some different awards that it was up for as well. So I would probably really be more into that than anything else right now. All right. And then if people want to get this book, where can they get it? Yes, they can go to my website. It's an all-inclusive website where you can order the book. You can learn more about me. You can email me. You can uh, pretty much keep up with everything that I'm doing, all the social media sites and things of that nature. It is tinyurl.com slash And Corey is C-O-R-Y, no E. So that's tinyurl.com slash Collins, C-O-L-L-I-N-S, Corey, C-O-R-Y.
0: Okay. Now, I'm going to do some rapid fire with you, okay? Just to just to get to know you a little bit and break this down. You ready? Awesome. Let's go. All right. In the shower, favorite song?
3: In the shower, I have to go to my rap. So I have to go to some Master P because I'm, I'm, I get away. I'm to myself. I can break away from everything else. So let's go with some old school, No Limit. Okay.
0: And is that <laughs> the, Before you go on stage, is that the same song?
3: Oh, no. No, but before I go on stage, if we're talking about music, I probably go a little bit more uh, mellow, and uh, believe it or not, I probably go to some '90s R&B.
0: Okay, hidden talent that nobody knows about.
3: Hidden talent that no one knows about. I actually have the ability to predict the future. (laughs) Okay, hold on, (laughs) hold on.
0: All right, for us, Lotto Max is coming up. Give me three numbers. I'm playing them tonight.
3: Oh. hey I, i'm keeping that to myself some oh, I can't man, listen
0: man all right we'll talk after the show because I, I, I don't want too many people winning that winning that right now all right you, uh, you have you have a, a client coming over to the house mm-hmm. you have to impress you're
3: cooking what is your go-to dish anything that my wife can cook because i don't go into the kitchen <laughs> so yeah we're, we're having a conversation and my wife is going to take, she's going to knock it out. And I trust whatever she chooses. But if it's beyond microwave or, or reading the instructions on the back for the oven, where it says uh, preheat for five minutes, uh, bake at 450 for 15 to 18 minutes, anything beyond that, nah, I'm good.
0: Oh, man. I, didn't, <laughs> I wasn't expecting that, man, but that's all right. That's, that's, <laughs> that's all good. And last
3: one, favorite superhero and Why? Uh, Superman. He was the most popular. He just had the most powers and he is just uh, beloved. His logo, his emblem is universally recognized. So he is the man.
0: Now, if you weren't doing this with the coaching and the book, what would you be doing?
3: I would be in uh, probably on ESPN or one of the, the sports outlets. That's actually what I went to school for. And I, I started that uh, after college and I did it for a couple years for CBS before I made a complete transition. So I would be, you'd probably be, you'd see me on TV. All Love right. Sports. Top three sports. Basketball, basketball, basketball. Or do I have to actually give you three separate sports? <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> I thought football would have been there. I thought like. <laughs> I Football would be fourth, but we we got to go basketball three times.
0: Oh, okay. So then I guess yeah. f- favorite player?
3: All time? Yes. Or current?
0: All time. Magic Johnson. Oh, see, now I got, now we see, we just went to a whole different
3: direction with this conversation. <laughs> All right, real quick, because I want to get back to you. Why okay. magic? Well, I just remember being a kid, uh, probably three, four five years old. I, I, I vividly remember this. It was a Saturday. Everyone Saturday afternoon, everyone was napping. It was raining. I just went downstairs. I turned on the TV. There was a basketball game on and it was the Lakers. I, I didn't know what that meant. It just stood out because I was used to, you know, like the local high school teams, the Bulldogs, the Tigers. So the Lakers, that really stood out. And then there was this guy who was just going up and down the court named Magic. So that stood out. He was throwing all these crazy passes and doing all these things that was different. So from that day, I was hooked and I never looked back.
0: Nice, nice. So speaking of Magic, how can we bring out the Magic in us? A lot of us listening, you know, they're they're inspired by what you're saying but when we get up in the morning, we have this thing of doubt, mm-hmm. you know, like how can we get doubt out of our minds?
3: Do You want one answer? Or do you want multiple? Because there's so many different ways. Listen, give me the give me the top three for my listeners. Well, I'll simplify it. I'll combine it into one. OK, we need a reference group. OK, a reference group that that means the, the five people that you spend the most of your time with that makes up your reference group. They have to be positive influences. They have to be able to put things in perspective for you. They have to be able to motivate you inspire you because if you're spending time with people who are negative, people who aren't going anywhere, then you're going to kind of fall into that trap. And and we typically take on the mindset, the behavior uh, of those people in our reference group. So we have to make sure that we put the right people in our reference group. And that can be tricky because uh, a few of these people, you don't really have a choice. Like, for example, if you work in a, you know, in a cubicle uh, I know a lot of people aren't doing that now with COVID, but just in general, the, that person beside you is probably in your reference group because you're spending eight hours a day right beside them just by default. So if they're negative, guess what? You're you're kind of taking all that in. All right, your spouse, your significant other, you're spending a lot of time with them. So hopefully they're a positive influence. But if not, then hey, what what can we do? So tip- typically, you only get to choose about two to maybe four of those people. So we have to make sure that those are the right people. If we can do that, then everything else will fall in line. You'll wake up with the right mindset because that's all you've been surrounded uh, by, you know, that, that previous day, that previous week.
0: So then what do you, if, if you have negative people in your life?
3: You have to remove them. I mean, it's just that simple. Uh, that doesn't mean you have to remove them completely, but you can, they can't make up, they can't be within that top five in terms of who you spend the most time with. So, uh, you make them count. And if you don't have the positive people, if, if you don't know who they are, it doesn't have to be someone who you actually know or have met. My my fifth person in my reference group for the longest was John C. Maxwell, the legendary uh, leadership guru and Arthur. Right. And, and I did and This was before I actually met him. I read all of his books. I was on and listened to all of his podcasts, his YouTube videos, everything that he had available. I had, I listened to, I watched, I read. So he was a part of my reference group just because I spent so many hours per week being plugged into what he was talking about.
0: Mm, Okay. See that? I like that. So it doesn't have to be a a physical person. It could be somebody that's online, somebody that you read a book, even go to a YouTube channel. Absolutely. That's what it got to be. That's what it's got to be. But how do you wake up in the morning and be inspired by yourself?
3: Honestly, for me, I just uh, look at the fact that I have two children, and I know that children are so impress impressionable. Those first few years of years of their life can their lives can really mold uh, who they become. So I just know that they I have to be an example. They're watching every little thing, even if they aren't saying anything. They're just taking it uh, into account. and And I know this because they a lot of times they'll repeat the things that I say, or they'll they'll I'll see them do something that I that I do, and I know that they've been watching just uh, something simple as watching shark tank uh, i have a thir- 13 year old an eight year old and for about the past three or four years they just gravitated towards the show because they saw me watching it i never told them hey let's watch shark tank but they got to the point where they were saying hey let's turn on shark tank and they were just so into it so that inspires me knowing that every decision that i made could potentially have an impact on them mm, i got you i got
0: you they l- lead by examples what they always say absolutely all right so before we end i always like to give a push to a man doing a job that I do. Let's go back to your podcast. Talk, talk to us about the podcast, when we can catch it, and how you make it different.
3: So with with my podcast, and, and, and really, again, it's about college sports, my alma mater, Jackson State, but we have uh, branched out to things that are, are far greater than that. We've had some uh, some national sports figures. We've gotten into uh, some, uh, obviously, the things that are going on with the, with the social injustice, with the... Uh, you know, the the Black Lives Matter, racial inequality, everything we have really kind of gotten into that. And so I, I think it's a platform that we've it's grown beyond our, our wildest uh, dreams or imagination. Obviously, with this Deion Sanders hiring, that's going to take it to a new level in terms of the, the guests that, that we'll have. We also talk. We're from Mississippi. And if you uh, recall, we just have finally changed our state flag recently in, in the past couple of months. Mm-hmm. So that's been a big nationwide story. So we touched on that. Uh, so, it's called Tiger Talk with the 1400 Club. It's on all of the platforms. Uh, it's on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify. And we release shows uh, two to three times a week. So, uh, it's really growing.
0: Now, w- when you're sitting there, you're the only host?
3: No, I have, we rotate hosts. We have three main hosts, uh, which we rotate. Sometimes we're on shows together, but we have about five or six that, that we kind of rotate in between.
0: Okay. Now, and, then, and I guess it, as men, as black men, mm-hmm. How did you feel when you saw that change?
3: It was one of those surreal moments. There, there are a few things in my lifetime where some are good and some are bad, but you're going to always remember where you were when it happened. The nine one one, obviously September eleven, uh, President Obama being being elected. Uh, you know, even for me, <laughs> Magic Johnson announcing that he had HIV. You know, so there's just these, a few things where you're going to always remember, like wow, when when that happened, I was here. And I remember it like it was yesterday. And, and that was one of those things because we've been talking about this pretty much for as long as I've been alive. That's just how long it's been. And I never thought I would see it in my lifetime. So I really can't think of the words to describe it. I mean, proud. But, you know, we finally caught up with the rest of the country. It's, you know, it's been <laughs> embarrassing at times. It's held us back and as being a Mississippi. and There's a stereotype about Mississippi, and, and, and I hate it because I, the, the outside perspective is not what it is on, on, on the inside because I grew up there and I, I lived there for the first 24 years of my life. And I go back several times a year. Sometimes I go back once a month because I love it. So what people think about it, it's not necessarily true, but it, it's hard to argue that when we have that state flag. Right. So it has hurt us in recruiting in terms of our, our sports for our college and just getting students from other places to come there. So now uh, since that has been removed, it's going to open the doors for so many more things. I know we're talking about potentially having things like the, the uh, senior bowl there, the uh, women's NCAA final four. There's just so many doors that has opened up just because we have removed that flag.
0: Mm. Yeah. Nice. Nice. All right, my friend. Last question. What question would you I missed that you would have asked if you were in my position?
3: I would have asked, "Hmm, why do you do what you do?" And the answer is because I love helping others. My my platform is is a coaching service. Uh, We do leadership development. Uh, business coaching, success coaching. It's, it's its all to help others because I know the most successful people in the world are those who have put others in, in better situations. So that's always been uh, the most rewarding thing for me, helping others without uh, expecting anything in return, just doing it, doing it genuinely because that actually is what brings about a return and a reward when we do it with no motives or no expectations. So that is what I am completely about.
0: Well, my friend, it's been a pleasure and an honor to have you on my show. I am definitely going to subscribe right now and make sure you guys subscribe as well. Uh, It sounds like your podcast is going to be off the chain. I know Mr. Man's going to be coming on and just giving it some more fire. Oh, yeah. So I'm definitely going to watch it. But before I let you go, this is your opportunity to shout out anybody, any fans, any listeners, you know, anybody want to shout out to go ahead. The stage is yours.
3: Well, first and foremost, of course, my wife. Uh, obviously, she's, she's listening, so I have to start there. Uh, she was the first person who told me to write a book. I, I scoffed. Uh, I'm not writing a book. And a couple of <laughs> years later, I had a book. <laughs> so, uh, definitely her, uh, my, my kids, uh, you know, obviously I love them. And, you know, everyone uh, in, in my life who has been a positive influence on me, I wouldn't be where I am without you guys. So, I definitely appreciate it.
0: All right. And I appreciate you, my friend.
2: Thank you so much for being on the jump. All right. Thank you. Thank you for listening. If you liked the show or have a comment, we would love to hear from you. Join our mailing list. And as always, check out our special deals links below. I hope this has inspired you to look at your life and jump. See you
1: next week. Hey, hope you had a great time listening to the show. If you think I did a great job,
0: please buy me a coffee. I still got a lot of work to do. We would love to hear from you, your feedback. So please click the link and leave us a review. You can help us grow by following us on all social media platforms and sharing this link. Once again, it's time for you to jump. Success is waiting.